You are Locked On Indians, your daily Cleveland Indians podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As it said, this is Locked On Indians. I am your host, Jeff Ellis of 24-7 Sports. This is another road show pre-recorded ahead of time. So we're not going to talk about what the Indians did this weekend. Uh, when you tune in to the uh, show for Tuesday, you will get uh, a, a whole bunch of games. But instead, we're going to get right into minor league performance. And we're going to start with Lynchburg, a team that is really interesting right now. Maybe the most interesting team the Indians have uh, outside of Mahoning Valley. Uh, the news broke, of course, and I've talked about it extensively at this point, that uh, Will Benson, Ty Freeman, and Cody Morris are all getting promoted. Now they're going to join Nolan Jones, the Indians' top prospect, Oscar Gonzalez, who is a, a massive oddity for me just because of the, the high average and the uh, ridiculously low walk rate. Uh, Gavin Collins is an interesting guy down there. Uh, always seems to, to hit a bit. I don't know if he's going to do enough to be a starter. Mike Rivera is a defensive specialist. Gabriel Mejia is one of the fastest guys in the Indians minors. Signar Lufstock was one of those guys that uh, statistics showed that uh, he could be one of the best pitch framers in the minors. Pitching side of things, Juan Hillman has pitched really uh, well. I don't know if I want to say really well because he's not missing bats, but he's pitched effectively. Um, you know, it's a former second-round pick. He's still just 22 years of age. Uh, there's still a chance for him. One of the the problems for him at this point, I think, has been Tristan McKenzie's injury because uh, I was told at one point in the minor league system that the Indians kind of wanted to break up McKenzie and Hillman. And with uh, McKenzie currently being at double A, uh, that leaves Hillman stuck in A. Uh, he might get a promotion, though, anyways, just because if you're if you're moving up uh, Cody Morris, it uh, they're going to have to figure out uh, where the starters are. Because uh, Hillman, you had Justin Garza, who was a you know former eighth round pick, he struggled a bit, but I'm sure they'd still rather see him pitch. And uh, Adam Scott, who was a senior sign a year ago, but a preferred one, they gave a significant amount of money to, uh, especially for a senior. And he's been arguably the most effective pitcher down there. The uh, fourth round pick, strikeout rate over 11, walk rate barely over three. Uh, that's all fantastic. <laughs> I mean, the projection on him was more of a reliever going forward, but uh, when a guy's performing like that, you'll keep giving him opportunities. Juan Carlos Mejia is currently, I believe, on the injured list. Just eight starts this year down there. Uh, been unable to stay healthy, but, I mean, the Indians like the arm, and, again, he was missing bats, not walking anyone, no home runs, really effective uh, as a starter. He's already on the 40-man, the Indians again placed extreme value on him, and we, he just needs to get the reps at this point. Um, the rest of that pitching staff, you know, Robert Broom got pushed up, but there's still, you know, you, you can just go through and see the performances. I mentioned Aaron Pinto limited, he's pitched well. Kyle Nelson pitched well before he got promoted. Anthony Ghost, um, you might remember him as the former outfielder. Indians giving him a chance as a pitcher. He he pitched well, and he has been pushed up to double-A, I want to say, as well at this point, uh, pitching in Akron. Always had a, a really strong arm. But, uh, you know, you can go through. It's like uh, Kurt McCarthy was the you know seventh-round pick a year ago. He hasn't had as many opportunities, but, like, you, you expect him to uh, to be 
getting some chances sooner than later once he gets fully healthy. Yeah, he is up with Akron right now, Ghost. I just double-checked that. But uh, I mean, McCarthy, uh, Baseball America, rated him the Indians' 30th best prospect during this season. And, you know, he just had the one game this year. And as interesting as all those arms are, though, I mean, it does, of course, come down to the the hitters. And when you look at this team, um, I'll be curious to see if uh, some promotions occur. But at this point, I assume the outfield is going to be Gonzalez, Benson, and Steve Kwan. And then your infield, you're going to have Freeman at short, Wakamatsu probably at second, Jones at third. Um, first baseman maybe stays John Lariano. Uh, maybe we see some more Gavin Collins there. And, uh, you know, Rivera, because of his ability to handle guys, is probably going to be your primary catcher. He spit time there with Collins throughout the year. So I, you just go through those names, and it's it's a loaded grouping, and that's what's going to be interesting to see now. I fully expect Nolan Jones to get promoted uh, at some point in the next month and a half. Um, there's a chance that uh, Gonzalez could get promoted, though I think with his um, lack of patience with a minuscule walk rate, it really hurts that chance. Um, but outside of Jones, it seems like this is a group who's probably going to be there for a while. So uh, if you get a chance, definitely check out that Lynchburg team. Pitching staff, uh, Indians have definitely been hitting that hard, uh, promoting several relievers and starters. But there's still some guys down there to check out, and you know I've talked about those already exclusively. If I was doing the top five, um, well, it starts out easy enough with Nolan Jones. Then uh, I'd put Ty Freeman, too. And I guess that is kind of where the debates then start. Because if you're just looking at who they got, it's like uh, Mejia might be three, Juan Carlos Mejia. Your four is probably Benson, just with what he has done this year. And then Oscar Gonzalez at five. I mean, Cody Morris to me is, is close to that grouping. Uh, Adam Scott with his performance, you have to consider close to that grouping. It, it so much more depth where you can actually sit there and look at it. Um, much older squad in terms of coaching. Um, Mike uh, Mergenthaler is is just thirty, but their hitting coach is Johnny Naren, who has experience as a, a former hitting coach in the uh, the majors. He has always been a hitting coach. He's sixty eight. Um, you know, he's from North Carolina. I think that's part of the reason he. He took this job at his age, as it's in his backyard. It's uh, you know, not not a super far commute. Um, I'm sorry, Mergenthaler is the bench coach. The manager is Jim Pankovitis, who uh, is 63, uh, with Houston, played in the the majors for a bit, and uh, the pitcher Joe Torres is 36, a former uh, first round top 10 overall pick by Anaheim. So it's uh it's definitely a more seasoned group than the uh the Lake County grouping but still it's uh it's one of the fun lineups second to Mahoning Valley at this point um a lot of names to watch and enjoy there especially before Nolan Jones gets his promotion and now is a good time for a word from our sponsors first up is hotels.com com website or app 
they will tell you the places you should not go to. They will show you the best deals. They will save you time and money. Uh, you want to go there because that is their whole model. They are going to make it easier on you and save you money so you go back to them. I uh, use them. You should use them. Our other sponsor is BlueChew.com. It is the little blue pill like Viagra or Cialis, same active ingredients. But since it's chewable, it gets your bloodstream quicker, makes you ready to go quicker. If you go over to BlueChew.com, use the promo code MLB, you can try it for free. You're just going to have to pay the 5 bucks for shipping. This is your chance. If you've ever been curious, you want to see what it's like, get discreetly mailed to your door. You're just going to pay that 5 bucks in shipping, and you can see what all the hype is about. Remember, it's BlueChew.com, promo code MLB. Okay, time to talk about the Akron Rupper Ducks. Uh, I did not get to see them this year before I, I moved from Akron. That is a big disappointment. At the same time, through promotions, it is another team that uh, is not as interesting as it was at points of time, also due to injury. Uh, you know, Andrew Monasterio, who was the third piece in the Jan Gomes deal, has only appeared in 15 games. Alex Call, the prospect they got for uh, Yonder Alonso, has only appeared in 15 games. Andrew Kalika has had some injury issues, uh, just eight games for him. Not a, you know, those are just some interesting names. Uh, you go up the list, it's, you know, Mitch Luongo is struggling there. Ernie Clement has been about a league average bat. Daniel Johnson was playing really well, and he got promoted. Kai Tom has been playing like a madman. I don't know if he's really considered a prospect by the Indians anymore, but he's doing enough to maybe show that he should be. Um, so just to go into why he, you might want to consider him. Striking out 22% of the time, walking 13% of the time, 11 home runs in a park that is harder to hit home runs out of than some major league stadiums. So he's, you know, he's striking out some, but not a ton, but he's walking a lot. He's hitting for power, 10 doubles, 3 triples, uh, playing center field, left field, right field, playing all over. Uh, I, I'd like to see Tom get promoted. It, he's one of those guys, if he hadn't gotten hurt... A few years ago, I think he he might have at least gotten a shot in the majors. Really productive in the SEC as well, which is such a great indicator. But uh, you can't. Yes, he's 25, and you know this is a guy who, if I go look him up, you know he's fifth round pick in 2015. So he's been in the minors a while, but he's performing. I mean, I think that's just end of the day. That's what you have to say. I mean the. Let's see, uh, Connor Maribel was also from that uh, 2015 class. I mean, Alexis Pentejo, who's playing third base, was from the 2014 draft class. Uh, Tyler Krieger, who just got demoted back down, was also from that 2015 class. Offensively, though, uh, it's pretty much Ernie Clement. Uh, Kai Tom is probably the most the second most interesting guy for me in terms of the guys that we've seen a lot of. Um, I do... Uh, I do like Call. I think he's a potential fourth outfielder, does a lot of things well, nothing great. I thought Montessario was a potential middle infielder. But, uh, yeah, not not much there. The pitching side of things, uh, you know, I've liked Rob Kaminsky working out of the pen this year. He's been kind of up and down between double and triple A. Missing bats, not getting hit, um, low walk rate. He's always had some nice secondary offerings. I think him working out of the pen could be the best way to get that going. Um, and when you look, you know, David Spear is is David Spear. He he does a lot of things all right, but 
I don't know if he's ever going to uh, quite break through in the majors, though he's having a really impressive year. Ben Krause has had some struggles, who was the other lefty. Uh, Tanner Tully has been, you know, he doesn't miss any bats. Uh, he gets hit. He doesn't walk anyone. Um, he's very Josh Tomlin-y, but he's he's going to be kind of a career minor league guy for them, probably. Sam Hentges, it's uh, he's also getting hit a lot. His he's not missing. He is missing bats to a degree, but most guys are keying on him. Um, Eli Morgan, you know, at some point we're going to find a level that he can't dominate. Five starts. No, I'm sorry, seven starts, five wins, 41 innings. So he's uh, averaging almost six innings a start. Strikeout rate almost 10.5. Walk rate a little over three. Hit rate under seven. Uh, he, You know, I, I've said it. I think he ends up in the pen long term. But, uh, I mean, he's. it's just phenomenal to see a guy who's uh, – he goes from high A to double A and acts like it's nothing, which is the second highest uh, – second hardest – level jump that a player will run into um Aaron Saval was a you know former third round pick they actually took him before um Plesak and um Bieber in that same draft and I still think he has a potential feature in the majors as a reliever Kyle Nelson the left-hander uh probably the best reliever um currently with Akron in terms of ceiling and future Robert Broom was recently added down there, who I'm also incredibly high on. Um, so there's a lot of interesting relievers. Um, that's kind of first and foremost, I think, with Broom, Nelson, and uh, Kaminsky, and to me, Saval going forward. Uh, starting pitching-wise, you got Henkes and Morgan, and basically what I'm getting at is this is a team where you want to go see the pitching and the hitting. Well, we'll see. Um I am very tempted to put uh, Morgan higher rated than Henkes, and I think for me personally, I will at this point. Um, he's just a year older. Uh, the size difference is is significant between the two of them. Um, it's probably like almost 10 inches difference. But uh, I, I think Morgan's just a safer guy. I have a hard time seeing a, a w- world where he does not... Uh, make it to the majors in some form and find some level of success. So I'd probably say Morgan won. Henkes is still your number two prospect down there. Uh, Ernie Clement at three. It's it's likely a, a utility profile, but it's, again, a, a really safe profile. Four, I would say, is Kyle Nelson, who's uh, slowly moving into that, you know, higher level tier of uh, relief prospects in this Indian system. And the fifth pick... You know, basically, it's like, do I like Kay Tom? Do I like Rob Kaminsky? How am I feeling about uh, if Robert Broom? Uh, and that's again where we see the lack of depth right now with the this this squad as it is. Um, I'd probably go Broom, just honestly. You know, moving quickly through the majors, majors moving quickly to the majors through the minors. But uh, you know, he's. Uh, he, he's the Nick Sandlin light, and when Sandlin got promoted, he took his place. It is a, another staff that it, it's an interesting mix. Juan De La Cruz, the bench coach, is just 25 years of age. Justin Toole, the hitting coach, is just 32 years of age. 
Uh, Ruglis Odur is the manager, and he is 51, uh, former draft pick by the Indians, related to those same Odours. And the pitching coach, Tony Arnold, at 60, is one of those guys who's been around, pitched in the majors, and, uh, you know, he's a fantastic pitching coach. Like, just, there's no other way around it. But the rubber ducks, if you go down, uh, I hope you like pitching. Let's put it that way. We'll jump over to Columbus. Um, They're not going to get as much time because... It is a team loaded with uh, not as many prospects, a lot of uh, up-and-down movement. I've talked about Bobby Bradley in depth. There's not really much for me to add. You know my concerns. You know the the upside there. Uh, Mark Matthias is playing well. Um, I don't know if he's even profiles as a utility guy. There's a lot of strikeouts for someone with not a lot of power. Uh, Struggled through the system. Never really showed the what I thought. I mean, he was such a great hitter in college. I thought he had a potential above-average hit tool. That really hasn't come. But uh, certainly doing enough this year to make him someone that I'm giving a second look to. Eric Haas continues to hit for power. There's worse things in your backup catcher to be someone who can come in and hit for power and uh, you know be a solid defender. Daniel Johnson is, of course, the star down here, continuing what he did in double-A. Uh Chang's been activated. He's kind of fallen a bit on a lot of radars because of his injury. I mean, that's those are kind of the guys that stand out in terms of the, the hitting currently there. Pitching-wise, you know, Michael Peoples just continues to perform. Uh, I, Henry Martinez, not as good as a year ago. But, you know, you still have uh, what he showed a year ago. And then you just kind of have to get into, the, you know, Nick Sandlin his uh his walk rate has been a big concern so far in the limited AAA sample. We'll have to see how that continues to go. It is an extremely limited sample, so saying a concern is probably maybe not the best way to phrase it. Um, but uh, you know, James Karinchak is still on the disabled list. That is a concern at this point. It was a strained hamstring, and that was back on May thirteenth. So he has missed over a month with a hamstring injury. So that uh, that just strikes me as odd. It makes me wonder if there's more to there than meets the eye. Um, but again, this is a team full of uh, depth guys who have pitched in the majors at some point um, or players who have worked their way up to the system and are viewed more as backup types. Top five prospects here. For me, it's Daniel Johnson one. And then this is where the debate starts to occur. I would probably put Bobby Bradley, too, for just the power potential. Based on what we saw with Karen Chalk earlier in the year, he would be my three. <clears throat> Nick Sandlin would likely be about four. And I forgot Eric Haas and all this. I would put Haas at two, Bradley three, four Karen Chalk, and five then being um, Sandlin. So recording three podcasts in a row, I'm starting to lose my voice. I want to thank everyone who has listened to the uh, the out of town edition here, used Himalaya, Google Play, iTunes, all that stuff. And as always, go tribe.